welcome to another episode of Greetings with... Oh, oh, oh my god, not my sound effects, what, what, uh, oh, 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 hey, hey, no, no drugs. of our ship protocol. You stepped in some... What is this stuff on the floor? The Shibas are disgusting. Sorry. Shibas generally use hallways when relieving themselves. Now, it's unacceptable on my ship. What's left of it, anyway. If I wanted a pool, I would have opened a pool in the corridor. We're inherently claustrophobic. Just use the, the lavatory in the future, please. <sighs> Disgusting. What's going on out there? Oh, I, is that you, Yuri? Guri? Guri, is that you? I, I like the sound of that one. Sort of lulls you to sleep. Guri, are you, are you asleep in there? Guri, please, please, please come out and join our podcast, which is now actively in in progress you just missed quite a disgusting display of what? public public urination and what? defecation who's in that? the hallway by shipwood what who's that? Uh, i sorry i must have dozed off there for a second sorry well that could be dangerous in a vacuum toilet i oh. i don't have to remind you about the time you slouched a bit too far and activated the flush and shred mechanism with one of your sleeping heads I lost two tentacles and half a blunder sack in that disaster. So no, there is no need to remind me of that. And thanks for bringing it up on the podcast here, which is slashing in half my chances of finding a third loving wife, no doubt. Well, just just like something else was slashed in half. Captain, really, it sounds like a painful memory. But the other half of the old blundersack works just doubly hard to make up for it, though. So no need to worry there, ladies. <laughs> oh, I can laugh about it now, though. Uh, can't you see he's barely able to put a good face on it? Well, yes. Well, I suppose suppose you're right, Chipwood. I'm sorry, Guri. If I brought up any emasculating uh, deficiencies, terribly sorry. Well, we, we could stop talking about it now. We could. We should. And we shall. Welcome, everyone. Actually, can we just dwell on this for just one moment? Never mind. So, welcome, everyone, to what is our, can you believe it, the 18th episode of Greetings, Lurflings. Time flies when it can afford to and when ground travel is not a viable option. No, that's a, that's a little time humor there. <laughs> uh, the time jokes. But time does seem to fly when you're stuck in a remote corner of the universe, doesn't it? Why, it seems like just last week we were landing on love for the very first time and being terrified by our international initial encounter with, what was it, a, li- a ladybug, I believe it was. And when Guri almost wet himself when he was forced to hide from the mango... Oh, uh, in the skull of a dragon. The Mago. Remember that? But but how come I remember none of this? Well, uh... Oh, 
That's right. I remember why. Yes, right. and time flies doubly fast when your captain photon blasts your frontal lobes during each of the first dozen episodes. It's a proton blaster, Gory. A proton blaster. I would think you would know that by now if you studied. Oh, really? Did you tell me that before? Was that right before you proton blasted my three brains? I will not dignify that question with a response. The uh, answer is readily accessible in the old ship's logs, which I've committed to memory. Silence! Silence, shipwood! Say, say, that, that, that gives me an idea. Oh, no, you wouldn't, Captain. Shipward's pornographic memory is is the only thing standing between us and destitution and humiliating failure on our mission here on Lerf. Whatever that mission might be. Right. Well, something I'll just file away then for future consideration. But let me finish welcoming our listeners to the podcast. I am your captain, Yuri Beefheart III. Not my real last name. Thank you, writers. And this driveling puddle to my left is my faithless second-in-command, Guri Thanopoulos, who is now Greek, apparently. Didn't know when that happened. He's Greek to me. <laughs> but I'm, I'm from Meeporp. And oh. this walking ship's computer to my right is Shipwood nonetheless. Ah, a name that seems to have stuck from the last episode. I knew that was his last name. Shipward, tell us about your family tree and the other nonetheless's. Well, I'm not sure we have time. Oh, sure. Well, my mother, uh, Nancy nonetheless, comes from one of the more prominent Toshiban families, while my father, Avery Evermore, came from slightly more pedestrian stock. His was a, a family of pedestrians. Issuing all other forms of transportation besides walking. And as is the custom on Toshiba, when two people are marrying, they carry on the name of the more prominent family, hence my last name of nonetheless. That's that's funny because at least the sound of the names, nonetheless versus evermore, you would think evermore would be the name of the more prominent family, uh, sort of conveying permanence, staying power and fortitude. Whereas, uh, nonetheless, sounds like they're uh, they're in spite of something. Or perhaps to spite someone else. Never underestimate the power of spite. Oh, if we could only find a way to mine spite, Captain. Ooh, we could power this ship's strongly held sentiment drive and get out of here before Gorgonzola slays our captain. I am right here, and I do not appreciate your total lack of confidence in my ability to to shirk a battle and escape with my life at, at the last second. I've done uh, it before. But speaking of Gorgonzola, this pending confrontation does seem real, as we just got an embroidery delivered via the intergalactic throwdown channel from his home office on Gorgastra 9. What? This kid? This can't be happening. What What did it say? It says, Greetings, me porpian scum. Oh, well, that sounds friendly enough. He greeted us, at least. Yes, yeah. well, he, he goes on to say, I want 80% of all your mining proceeds on Lurf. Comply immediately, or I will pass you through my vacuum toilet. Ah! Whoa! What, what are the chances that he would threaten us with what has become my biggest fear? He goes on to say, or Guri, in your case, it would be passing the rest of you through a vacuum toilet. The rest is, is actually highlighted. Oh, oh. How, how does he, how would he know about that? Oh, sweet mercy. Gorgonzola has been tracking us for some time, it would seem. Either via some high-tech tracking device, or, or perhaps they have a spy. Who can we trust? Is it you, Shipwood? Are you the traitor? It must be you. I just told you my life story on Toshiba. It'll check out. Gori? Perhaps you're a double agent or a triple agent. I Captain, don't mean how could you even think of such a thing? After all our Carflugons together. You're right. You're right. 
could I suspect somebody on this crew? It must be Timmy the intern. What? Uh, the Gorgon's reach is extensive, Captain, even in a remote corner of the universe such as this. He has eyes and ears everywhere. I know, I know. They, they are all over his body. Gorgon anatomy is not for the faint of heart, that's for sure. No, I, I meant the Gorgons have informants everywhere. Uh, why, maybe that Farit we've already run into twice now here on Lurf has been checking up on us and reporting back to him. Farit? Oh, come now. Farit is our friend. Sure, we've we've lost an arm and a leg to him gambling in the past, but, well, now come to think of it, he is the mercenary type and a bit weaselly. He's not a weasel. He's a ferret. Well, I know, but they're sort of similar. Uh, Captain, uh, I'm getting a Meporpian hailing signal on the ship's communication terminal. It seems we have company. Company? Oh, my word. Corey, let's let's tidy up this place. It's a, it's a disaster. Where, where do these throw pillows actually go? I, I never know where to put them. I always just throw them. Ah, uh, yes, that's, that is one universal conundrum, isn't it? Throw pillows. They're always about and underfoot and never quite where they belong until you finally just throw them out of desperation into some corner onto, or onto some unused chair. And I feel like this is the writers interjecting themselves into the storyline here a bit, but with their sad Lurfian lives and their little hummus bean domiciles, short on ideas and ingenuity and knowledge of the universe, but not, but not short on throw pillows. No, they're covered on that front. Thanks to a little mecca for married folk called Bed, Bath, and Beyond. Little little do they know that they are surrounded by one of the keys to the beyond. Throw pillows. Yes, the very items that taunt them with their apparent uselessness could set them free. Uh, are you okay, Gory? I, I actually have no idea what the hell you're talking about. I was talking about how throw pillows are essential to interstellar travel, but that the poor hummus beans have no way of knowing that. Well, we could... We could tell them. Ah, but would they believe us? Well, well, probably not. But getting back to the matter at hand here, we we only have one, two, three, four throw pillows on the ship, and they can just go on the padded bench over there in the sick bay or anywhere. I don't, I don't care. Oh, right. Sorry. I don't know why I made such a big deal of it. Uh, yes, uh, right away, Captain. I'll put them away. Maybe, maybe just keep one handy in case we don't like what our visitors have to tell us. Captain, I'm putting a hollow conference from the Meporpian High Council appeal judge onto our main projector here. Ah, an appeal judge! An appeal judge on... Oh, our day in court has arrived! Oh, thank goodness. I wish I put my, put on my nicer tentacle warmers. Oh, so you, you, you look fine, Captain. Don't worry. Captain Yurishi and Sub-Captain Gurishi. Formerly of the Meporpian Royal Navy Squadron 22 Vector 4, your appeal to the Office of Due Process and Appeals. We do process appeals will now be heard. Yes. All right. Yes. No cheering. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. We have reviewed your case, filed in a crude, hand-embroidered form by a one shipward nonetheless. Is he present? He seems seems to have disappeared. I don't know where he went. He's indisposed at the moment. It happens a lot on this ship. We have excellent vacuum toilets. He's probably pooping in the corridor. Actually. Yes, I was wondering how you obtained a first-class star runner craft such as this. Something I should investigate and consider as part of this case, perhaps? We, we found it, Judge. Uh, uh, I mean, sir. Uh, um, we found it. Really? Really, we did? Just... Suspended and unoccupied in a, a Lurfian toy store, of all places. Mm -hmm. Well, be that as it may, we have determined that the Meporpian High Council, specifically this Special Enforcement Unit, acted too harshly in your recent disbarment from the Meporpian Royal Navy. For one thing, you were afforded no due process, period. And if there's one thing we know and uphold here, in the Office of Due Process and Appeals. It is due process. Aha! Aha! I knew it! I knew it! Thank you! Thank you, kind sir. 
Oh, due process spelled D-U-E. All this time, I thought they were just saying that they do process appeals. Like, oh, shut B-O. up. Oh. Shut up, Gory. Yeah, a, a lot of people miss the double meaning in our tagline. It's pretty clever. I uh, I wrote it myself, actually. Oh, it, well, it, it is very clever and <clears throat> catchy, too. Well, thank you. Now, I am prepared to offer both you and Gurry a full reinstatement into your former positions with just a minor disciplinary note added to your file for insulting the Meporpian High Council. Yes! We're back, baby! On on one condition. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, yes, sir, and... <clears throat> And what would what would that condition be? Well, a certain judge's up for an award this year for best appeal judge in the universe. Well, and this is the regional round coming up. But if I win the regional award, I go on to the All Galaxy team and then compete for the Universal Championship. Uh huh. And who who is this judge? Do do we know him by any chance? It's me, you fools. I'm up for the the award. And if you want to be reinstated, I need you, Yuri, to serve as a judge on these upcoming judgy awards. Me? Me a a judge? Well, well, I'm I'm flattered, but I I hardly think I'm qualified. My, my, My only experience with the intergalactic judicial system is this current appeal process. Well, plus a minor gambling dispute on on Fan Shui about sixty Kaflugans ago. But aside from that, I I don't know what I'm doing. You don't need to be qualified, you comet fart. You just need to vote for me, <laughs> Captain. He <laughs> that was a good one, Judge. Captain. He's stacking the judge panel. Can't you see? He he just wants you to help him win the contest. Silence, Gurry. I will not confirm or deny such a remark. And there's no record of this conversation. I'm seeing to that. So what do you say, Yuri? Well, uh, well, I have my, my, my integrity to think of. Actually. Are you joking? Oh, what? That is funny. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> of course I'm joking. <laughs> I, I'm in. When, when are the awards exactly? Well, funny you should ask. I've actually already registered you, and the award show broadcast starts in, uh, well, just a few Klingons. You get, you better get ready. Uh, you, you have any nicer tentacle warmers you could throw on? Oh, my comments. I, I'm to be on Universal Broadcast? Gory, how are my tentacles? And I, and I, I wish I could oh. polish my stomachs. Oh, goodness. Here, th- throw these on, and here's some stomach polish. Mm. Uh, Oh, gosh. Uh, all right. Well, that'll have to do. Oh, it's quite embarrassing. This is great. <laughs> it's great. All right. Now, I don't think I ever told you my name. It's Susan. Oh. So whenever you can, you be <laughs> sure to vote for Judge Susan. I'm sorry. What was your name? Did you say Susan? Yes. Oh. Vote right. for Judge shut, Susan. Got it. Got it. Up, shut up. Good oh, luck, Captain. And uh, remember, our entire careers depend on this, so don't be nervous. <laughs> no, don't, don't be. Uh, well, I, I wasn't nervous until you just said that. Okay, where, uh, where, where do I look? Is the which, which, which camera is on? It's all being coordinated via remote hollow conference. Just continue to stare into your main projection screen there and remember to speak up. Welcome, every creature, to the 21st Annual Judge Awards, the show that judges judges and says it's okay to judge. I like to think it's the most entertaining award show around, but uh, then I'll let you be the judge of that, am I right? Oh, you didn't. You didn't appreciate that pun, judging by your reaction. Oh, there I go again. Sorry. Judge the facts, ma'am, is what you're saying. Okay, I'll stop. And uh, oh, I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a man, by the way. No, I'm your host, Pat Flapjack, and this darling little being to my right is my assistant, Not So Bright. Say hi, Not So. Uh, hi, Not So. But she's a doll, isn't she? Uh, hi, Not So. 
Okay, give it a rest, will you? Uh, nothing but pills in your diet today, am I right? Jeez! Not so... <laughs> okay, well, no. moving right along. Let's meet our no. judges. Not so quiet. And by yeah. uh, let's meet our judges. And by the judges, I mean the actual judges for the award uh, who will be judging the other judges who are the contestants and will introduce those later. I know this could be confusing. We get a lot of questions over the phone and chat lines at this point of the show every time we do this. So just hang on. Okay, let old Pat explain what's going on and everything will be okay. Okay? I'm, I'm not so bright. Not now, not so. This is a critical I'm point of the show. Please, so just, please, just stick to your lines. Of Coke? Oh, my, oh my goodness. Can, can we oh. edit that out? Can, edit? Can, do we have to start over? We'll fix it in post. Okay. okay, my producer is saying we're good to continue. Okay, folks, where were we? Uh, right. Yes, let's meet our judges who will be deciding who wins the judgey awards tonight. First, from the planet of Sylvestra, it's Slyborg Cartonimo. This Sylvestrian has presided over three different galactic court systems and logged six million Carflugons behind the bench. Welcome, Judge Cartonimo. Okay. Silence. And... And next, we have Turco Backgammon from the Rob Nebula. Rob, excuse me, Rob Nebula, a former public prosecutor turned judge in the lower quadrant. Turco has sent more than 12,000 intergalactic criminals to the hanging prisons of the Valdemir Delta. Let's give him a warm welcome to Judge Backgammon. Yay! Well, quite a cheering section for Turco. And finally, from the icy comet of Meeporp, until recently a member of the Royal Meeporpian Navy, and it says here, a current explorer of Earth. What is Earth? Who is, is this the right bio? It's not even, oh well, he's, uh, he's our third and final judge, it seems, whoever he is. Uh, please welcome Yurishi over a barrel. Oh, uh, th- 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 thank you, everyone. I'm just so happy to be here. Uh, actually... Silence! Uh, Shut up! Uh, you only speak when spoken to on this show. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. You did it again! Very nervous. You did it again, though. Oh, well, well, in my defense, I was, I was being spoken to that time. Ah, a true jurist, I see. Okay, then, touche. But I'm keeping my eye on you, Yuri. Uh... Hey guys, uh, this is a Judge Reinhold here. Oh no, ju- we don't need you today. Our our producer should have told you. Oh, okay. Well, well, why don't you kiss one hundred percent of my ass? Sorry about that, ladies and germs. <laughs> don't understand. But now we're off to a great start, aren't we? Uh, let's meet our now. Let's move on and meet our contestants. Now, these are the judges competing for the Judgey Award, the most coveted award won by judges in the universe. First, we have Judge Susan. Yay. Oh, no, stop. Okay. Judge Susan from the Office of Due Process <laughs> and Appeals on ROM 9. We do process appeals. Hey, I do not read taglines. I told my producer that. I don't know how that got... That line got into the script. Someone is fired... This is all I can say. But anyway, let's see. I see here that Judge Susan is also from Meeporp. Hmm. Yuri, I hope there'll be no favoritism shown here for your fellow Meeporpian. <coughs> are, you, are you okay, Yuri? He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Were, were you being spoken to, Judge Susan? Please, if you think this is easy... You think it's easy to keep up half a dozen uh, to keep half a dozen judges under control on this show? Well, then I welcome you to come up here and try to host. It's no cakewalk being flat, Pat Flapjack. I promise you that. Okay, I apologize. Not so. <laughs> Apology accepted. <laughs> Voice is all over the place today. I'm sorry. 
Now let's meet all second contestants from the very popular Universal Broadcast show, Dancing in the Stars. It's Judge Bear Nickersoff. Seems like a different type of judge than our usual type competing for the judging award, but we wish him the best of luck. Yes, Judge Nickersoff, you can just pirouette into your seat there. Thank you very much. Hold your applause. Okay. And I just said hold it. Sorry. And finally, let's meet our third contestant from the Outer Limits, a civil and uncivil court judge for more than 30 Koflugans who has resolved more than 100,000 disputes in her time on the bench. It's Judge Judy Schenker. Welcome, Judge Judy. Oh, thank you. Thank you plenty. All right, all right. Let's get right into our first round where we play a little game called You Be the Judge. My, oh, ow, ow, my bosoms, ow, that's really What in the greater nebula do you think you're doing, Judge Nickersoff? Did you just kick Judge Judy? He, he kicked me, he kicked me in the bosoms. It's very unprofessional. Oh, no. Terrible. I'm sorry, I, I thought you said the game was you beat the judge. So I wanted to get a jump on the competition here. No, you be the judge. Oh, my word. I think I need a ruling from my producer here. Is he is he disqualified? Yes, he kicked another contestant. And he hurts a lot. He says he misheard the name of the game, but I I still never even said start. Yes. Okay, for okay, folks. It looks like Judge Nickersoff has been disqualified. What? Please say goodbye. But this is an outrage. Wait. I'll be filing an appeal. I'll see you in court. In your face. You're you're a reality show judge, so I'm not too afraid. Uh, uh, And not quite sure what he was doing here in the first place, really. Okay, well then, so we're down to two contestants already. Judge Judge Judy and Judge Susan. Let's play our round one game, finally, of you be the judge. No, so there's no kicking allowed. (laughs) Uh, Now, the first question... Posed to both judges is an oldie but a goodie. Then the question is, is it better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all? Judge Judy, oh. you're up first. Okay, okay. Well, uh, having actually loved and <laughs> lost before, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not referring to my, to my late husband, but to my former pet, Shiz Kuhin, Claffy, who was just an adorable, just an adorable, faithful little companion. In other words, the opposite of my husband. <laughs> I would say it is far better to have experienced love despite the emptiness that follows the loss of that loved one than never to have experienced love at all. Call me a romantic. I don't know. Oh, I will call you a romantic, Judge Judy. And maybe I'll call you later as well. Oh, don't, don't tease me, Pat. Oh, Seriously. Only if you want me to. Don't don't kick me in the bosoms. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, any <laughs> hooter. I mean, anywho. Over to you, Judge Susan. Same question. Uh, what was the question? Sorry, I got distracted by your obvi- obvious uh, flirtation with the other contestant. And what's it to you, Susan? Remember, I'm not on trial here. You are. And the question was, is it better to have loved and lost? I, 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 I remember now. Yeah, I'll take the I'll take the better to have never loved at all, because uh, who needs it? I got my 25 function easy recliner chair at home with both built in massage parlor experience. If you catch my drift and that way you don't get your heart involved and broken in the end. Uh-huh. Oh, OK, well, then. Uh, well, the, let's go to our judges. And by that, I mean our judges judging the contestant judges and deciding which judge will win the judgey. They have entered their scores, and it looks like Judge Judy has the early lead. Yes. Scoring a near-perfect 9 out of 10 from both Judge Backgammon and Judge Cartonimo, and just a 3 from Judge Yuri. Well, apparently Judge Yuri had things going the other way, as he gave Judge Susan a perfect 10 on that response, but... But the score after our first question in round one is 21 points for Judge Judy 
and 14 for Judge Susan. Okay, hold your pause, Paul, folks. Uh, moving on to the <laughs> moving on to the next question in our "You Be the Judge" round. Here we go. Let's just get this here. Okay, how many jelly girts are in this jar? Just enter your guesses onto your hollow pads there, and this is a winner-take-all question where the closest guess gets ten points. Hi. Can you turn the jar around, please? Can we what? what? Well, fine. Fine. Yes, I suppose my assistant could do that. Not so. Wake up. What? T not so. Turn the jar that you were holding around a bit. No, no, not you. Don't turn yourself just around. Like just, just the like jar this? and... Oh, not so. Did you forget to zip up your dress again? Oh. So, not so. Is she... Is she okay? Perhaps she needs some sort of uh, medical attention. She seems a little confused. No, no, there's a team of doctors backstage that have gotten her to this point. No, not so, not so. You could just turn the jar around a bit so that our contestant judges can see that it's chock full of jelly girts. Okay, both of you have entered their guesses oh, now, it looks good. like. Uh, let's see what they entered. Judge Judy entered zero. Care to explain, Judy? Well, those don't look like jelly goods to me. They look like uh, Buzz Waggles. So I thought it was a trick question. Am I right? Oh, you are on your guard there, Judge. But unfortunately, you were wrong. Oh. Those are jelly goods. Son of a bitch. Okay, well, let's keep it friendly here. Okay, let's see what Judge Susan entered. He's almost guaranteed a win here. but uh, And he put 400. Not a bad guess. The actual number was 666 for no reason oh. whatsoever. But it looks like Judge Susan gets closest and takes the lead with a total of 24 points. Holy smokes, isn't this exciting? And just when things are getting going, we have to pause for a, for a, a word from our sponsor. We'll be, we'll be right back with round two of the Judge Awards right after this. Is my sponsor here? No, no, your sponsor, not so. Hello? Uh, well, uh, oh, hello there. Th this is, this is Hank of Hank's Wholesale Holes here in the middle of what uh, looks like, well, looks like oblivion to me. And, uh, well, uh, and I guess I'm here to tell you, well, I don't even quite know why or know what to tell you as a, as I seem to have stepped into one, one of my black holes, which apparently went from a dormant state to a, a very non-dormant state. And before I knew what happened, uh, well, I, I wound up here, seemingly in outer space, but with a, a microphone and a recording booth and a producer handing me a script and saying, we're rolling. So, well... <laughs> I started reading this here script, and this is what it says. Sort of a self-referential script, isn't it? But anyway, uh, I'm here, I, I suppose, to tell you about my little store. My store back on Earth, which is in the Milky Way galaxy, or so it says here. We're the third planet from the sun. Or, not sure what, what you all might call that sun or star, but... For us, we just call it the sun because, well, it's the only one around, I guess. Unless you count John Denver in his heyday, we may rest in peace. That man was about as close to the sun as a human can get, in my book anyway. Well, but he flew too close to it, I guess. Even an angel loses his wings sometimes. <laughs> is, that, is that the expression? I don't know. Anyway... I sell holes, all types of holes. Uh, you got pigeon holes, cubby holes, round holes with a set of square pegs, square holes with a set of round pegs, and occasionally round holes with a set of round pegs. For those of you with OCD, sometimes I'm, I'm forced to keep those in stock. Watering holes, moth holes, gopher holes, rabbit holes, and even even black holes, which is, well, 
to how I got here, I guess. Say, does does anyone here know how to how to get back to where I started after passing through a black hole? Or is that is that impossible? I I know Hilda was making roast beef tonight, and I well, I sure wouldn't want to miss that. <laughs> she does cook up a tender brisket. Well, I can see a, a blinking red light, so I think that might mean might mean I'm out of time. Come on by to Hank's Wholesale Holes and tell him Hank sent you. And that'll be good for a whole 5% off any purchase of two holes or more. Thank you and hope to see you and my home planet soon. Help me. Well, that is a new sponsor, uh, isn't it? Uh, quite an interesting one. But I guess beggars can't be choosers, am I right? We're we're going down the tubes anyway as an award show, let's face it. What? Oh, okay, we're back on the air. Oh, we're live now. All right, welcome, everybody. Every gloomy. Sorry. <laughs> welcome. If you missed round one. Well, words cannot describe the drama and excitement we've already seen. But you're just in time for round two. The talent portion of our contest. Oh, this should be good. Judge Judy, you're up first. And it says here, oh boy, that you are going to juggle space chickens while gargling lava. Is that true? Well, uh, I'm going to try. Do you mean to... Tell me, do you mean to tell me that you haven't tried this before? Well, it's go big or go home, right? Wow, what a competitor, folks. Okay, we have what look like three, no, no, four very healthy space chickens here. (laughs) And uh, we've got a molten hot cup of lava. Oh, my God, she's... Okay, she's putting the cup to her lips now. Judge, judge, have you done it? Oh, my God. Oh, my. She did it. And now she's picking, she's picking up the chickens. And, and, and she's... Oh, she's got three. Four, four chickens in the air. She's struggling lava. <laughs> Ladies, it hurts. Oh, my. Oh. Oh, goodness. Are, are you okay, Judge Judy? Not really. What an effort. If she survives this, she's sure to rake in the points for that unique and possibly possibly never to be repeated talent. Okay, while Judge Judy receives some medical attention, let's go to Judge Susan, who it says here is going to read some spoken word poetry. Judge Susan, take it away. Indian scattered on Dawn's Highway bleeding. Ghosts crowd the young child's fragile eggshell mind. Blood in the streets in the town in New Haven. Blood stains the roofs in the palm trees of Venice. What? Blood in my love in the terrible summer. Bloody red sun of fantastic L.A. Blood screams her brain as they chop off her fingers. Okay, hold on there for just one Blood second. Blood will be born in the birth of a nation. Now just wait a minute. Blood is the rose of mysterious union. But that's enough. That's enough, Judge Susan. Thank you. Thank you. Now, now, while I've never heard this before, my producer is telling me we're now in violation of some sort of copyright law from a distant corner of the universe, and I must ask you to stop. All right, well, I was done anyway. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, fine, it's fine. Just now, let's. Sounds like peace frog. What a what a disaster! Now let's just put it to our judges now to score what was a very eventful round two. I see them entering their scores now, and uh, here we go. Let's reveal the scores. Okay. Oh, a convincing win for Judge Judy with twenty-five more points, bringing her total up to forty-six. Judge Susan, on the other hand, for his foray into copyright infringement, was awarded just 16 more points, 
including another big vote of confidence from Judge Yuri, who gave him another perfect 10 out of 10. Excellent job. <laughs> Judge, Judge Yuri, care to enlighten us with your take on the two performances? What? Oh, oh well, <clears throat> I was quite moved, uh, moved, yes, by, by the stirring words of Judge Morrison, I, I mean, Judge, Judge Susan, you, you could say it stared my soul. Yes, yes, yes. And you were unimpressed by Judge Judy's juggling and scorched larynx. Uh, well, you see, I, I'm, uh, <clears throat> I, I'm allergic to, to space chickens, so... Um, oh, oh, he's a strange one, Judge Yuri. But who am I to judge a judge? That's what our judgy judges are here to do. And off we go to our final round. What? What's that? Oh, my dear. Judge Judy is non-responsive. But can she complete the contest? Res what? Responding is something she would need to do to complete the contest. I see. Oh, my. I barely noticed, ladies and germs, that Judge Judy is now lying prone on a stretcher and being removed from her podium. Oh, dear. Well, okay. Okay, well, the current score is 46 points for Judge Judy and 40 points for Judge Susan. It looks like Judge Susan will need to complete round three by himself. And if he scores more than six points, he will be crowned the winner. Yes! I, um, who, who said that? <coughs> was, that was that you, Judge Gary? Uh, uh, it was me, me, Pat. Sorry, I got a little uh, bit excited. Yeah, it was him. Okay, was okay, not, not because me. our judges, meaning our judgy judges, not the contestant judges, need to be completely impartial. Lest this whole contest end in a mistrial. We can't have that happen again. Every other judgy award gets appealed or ends in a mistrial and it has to be recompeted or heard by a higher court. It's just a long, tangled mess that, frankly, the audience hasn't had, had time for, and hence our abysmal ratings and my near default on my second mortgage. Uh, why? Why? Why not? We're still so. we're still on the air. Yes, yes, I know that. Okay, the show must go on. Here we go, folks. For round three, we will ask you, Judge Susan, our last contestant standing, one question, and you will be able to phone a friend, or in this case, one lucky audience member will be allowed to dial in and help you sort out the answer. It's exciting. So, audience members, you may call in now, and we'll take the 100th caller. Oh, no, better make it the 10th caller to help Judge Susan answer this riddle. Are we ready, folks? Here's the riddle. I am the beginning of the end and the end of time and space. I am essential to creation, and I surround every place. What am I? Whew. Oh, come on. How is this judging my judge judgeship, answering a silly riddle? I, I've spent 9,000 Carflugans on the bench, and this award is coming down to some inane wordplay? Well, remember, remember, Judge Susan, you will have some help here, so let's not panic. Let's meet our lucky 10th caller, who it says here is named C.D. No, no, excuse me, that's C.C. McGraw. CC, are you with us? Oh, super, super. Let, let me just turn the dial a bit here. To, you, you sort of have to turn in to, tune in Tokyo to get this contraption to work. Uh, hello, can you hear me? Yes, CC, this is Judge Susan. I can hear you. Well, would you look at that? I knew this old CB radio worked two ways. Not unlike my favorite waitress down at the diner, who could also work two ways, if you know what I mean. CC, sir, right, we are on a live universal broadcast, and I am sitting judge. So I recommend you curtail your indelicacies this instant. Oh, well, now, I'm sorry about that, your highness. I was just so excited I got through. I've been listening to the show, and, well, frankly, I was rooting for Judge Judy after she pulled that stunt with the chickens in the lava. I wish I could have seen it, but my old radio here did it justice just the same. If you could just stop your jabbering and focus on the problem at hand. Do you have any ideas about the riddle? What? What? Any ideas about the little? What the little what? 
the riddle. I am I am the beginning of the end and the end of time and space. I am essential to creation and I surround every place. What am I? What are you while you're a judge? Ain't you? I, I think that's the whole point of this show from what I gathered. Uh, uh, but now I'm, I'm just not sure about all that gobbledygook that you said before that. Oh, goodness. Could I... Could I have not so bright help me instead? What? Hi. I'm I'm not so bright. <laughs> you do seem to be stuck between a quasar and a sun there, Judge. Uh, you just have 30 seconds left to answer the riddle. Try to work it out with your partner, Cece, there. 30 seconds? A time limit would have been a good thing to announce at the beginning of, the, of this round. Are you telling me how to do my job? Yes. Judges, detect. Deduct two points from his total for insulting the host. That's my prerogative as host. It's in my contract. What? Judge Susan now needs nine points to win the award. A near-perfect score on this round. Now, 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 the way I see it, Susie, something can't be both the beginning of the end and the end of time and space. I mean, if it's the beginning one second and the end the next... Well, that just doesn't make any sense. And and then it's essential to creation and it surrounds every place. I mean, that just this just sounds like it's not a real thing to me. It sounds like some sort of trickaroo. Well, that's why it's called a riddle, you imbecile. Oh, now, now I'm not sure I like your tone there, Judge. Oh, 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 oh of course. It's the letter E. No, 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 that's not it. That's not our final, final yeah, answer, yes, Pat. It, yes, it is. That's our final answer. I know it's right. Now, you two have to agree. What? Right, right. See, we're a team on this, Judge Aru. And if you just listen for a sec. No, no, we're not a team. I am up for the judgey award here, and I am the judge, and I'll make the final decision. Oh, now excuse me, your royalness. But I just heard the show's host say that we both have to agree. You can't do this to me. I've worked too hard. I've now, worked so hard at this. Now, now, don't get your robes all in a bunch, Susan. It is Judge Susan to you, not Susan or not Susie. Okay, JS, just calm down. Let's figure this out. What did you say you thought the answer was? I know now that the answer is the letter E. It's the first letter of the word end. It's the last letter in time and space. Now, now I thought there was just a brick wall at the end of space. He, he's right about that. At the edge of the universe, it, it's just actually a massive brick wall. I've seen it. I have. Silence, Judge Yuri. There is Sorry. no participating in the conversation as a judgey judge. Sorry. Yeah, whose side are you on, anyway? Well, as a judgey judge, he cannot be on anyone's side. Are you implying he's on your <clears> side? <throat> are you implying you've stacked the judgey awards panel with this judge Yuri no, no. in exchange for a favorable decision on some matter over which you have jurisdiction? Mm. Are you implying a quid pro quo here that would be that would compromise mm. the integrity of these judgey awards and force it to end in a mistrial? No, 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 sir. I'm not applying any of that. Oh, well, good. Because I would have been very disappointed in both of you, Judge Susan and Judge Yuri. <coughs> well, 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 as I believe old Hamlet was known to have said, uh, something smells like rotten fish here at the Aramark. And that's why I stopped shopping there. Uh, their produce is no good neither. Oh, my. Can I just please submit our answer, CC, as the letter E? Well, don't let me stand in your way. You're the judge. It's as good an answer as any, I guess. That's our answer, Pat. All right. The letter E. Okay, Judge Susan. Let's put it to our judges. What is there to judge? It's either the answer or it's not. Who is hosting the show, Judge Susan? Can you answer me that question for a total of two points? You are. Thank you. But I was kidding about the points. Okay, let's have the judges enter their scores for round three. They will be judging not just the final answer, but how Judge Susan and his audience partner arrived at the answer. Oh, my. <laughs> Another outburst from you, Judge Susan, and I will be forced to feed you to a dying son. You couldn't do that. 
Oh, why, very well, good. Check the contestant agreement and waivers you signed. But nobody reads those. Tell me about it. We've been trying to communicate with the Lurflings via our application user agreement on the Lurfian interweb. Well, and we've received not one, not a single response. Shut Shut up. up! Sorry. Okay, the judges' scores are coming in now, and it looks like it may be close. Judge Susan gains just three points from Judge Cantatamo, and it looks like another three points from Judge Backgammon. He now needs at least three points from Judge Yuri to win the award. Otherwise, it goes to the late Judge Judy. May she rest in peace. My, this just in. My condolences to her family. Perhaps... We should have a moment of silence for... Oh, my pulsars. Could we just get on with it? Never in all my Carflugons of hosting the Judgy Awards have I been rooting against a contestant as much as I am rooting against you, Judge Susan. And I think I speak for the Judgy judges and the entire viewing audience when I say that I owed him four points... For round three, he's a despicable character, as we all have seen, but he did indeed get the right answer with only a, a modicum of help from that from that strange what? CC fellow. I, I'm still on the line, folks, and I do not appreciate that descriptor. Mr. Yuri, is it? It's Yurishi. Yurishi. Silence! Silence! Cut the audience call in line, please. Oh, my comments. What an exercise in fluidity this is turning out to be. I... I believe it's an exercise in futility. No, oh, is it? Well, congratulations, because you've won this exercise in fetid stupidity. Judge Susan has won the Judgy Award. <laughs> no thanks to any of us, and we'll advance to the Universal Championship round. Hooray for him, and too bad for the rest of the known universe. I'm Pat Flapjack saying so long, perhaps forever, as I really can't see myself hosting this thing ever again. Not so. Pack up our bags. We're flying for, uh, straight to Fan Shui for a much-needed holiday. Hi. I'm not so proud. Oh, Hello. Got it. Hello. Not so proud. Well, um. <clears throat> well, well, Judge Susan, uh, I believe congratulations are in order. That was uh, quite quite a performance. Yeah, well, you did end up, uh, you, you held up your end of the bargain, so, uh, but we will be keeping our many eyes on you too, Yuri and Guri, and as it turns out, we're running a bit low on spaceships, what with our Reporpian offensive against the infringement of the Kardashians and the asteroid belt near ROM-3. So I suppose you can keep this star runner you found here. Ah, yes, yes, about that. We we could really use some fuel and the repair technician. But I've got to run. Uh, uh, I've got oh. the Universal Judgy Championship to prepare for now. Toodle-dee-doo! No, 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 wait! Come on. hello, hello, Judge Su- Ah, he's gone. Totally do. What? Since when is that a me, Poppy, and sign off? Oh, he he is a strange one. That's uh, for sure. Hey, hi guys, what I miss? Oh my comet ship word. Where to begin? What did well, you miss? Well, aside from being reinstated in our former command, we're back where we started, with a broken ship and facing imminent danger from Gorgonzola. We still don't know. We still don't know our mission. Our mission, and we're being terrorized by by young hummus beans. Well, I think I can help solve all your problems, guys. What? How? Enter Thiend. <laughs> Thiend. Oh, no. oh, not now, Thiend. Thiend no. says hello. Oh, yes, but Thiend. Thiend get back from vacation. Not Thiend. I'm feeling so much better. <laughs> not Thiend have so many stories to tell you. Thiend, not good timing. Shipward was just going to, he was going to tell us something. He was about to really no. help us for once. Thiend has excellent story about vacation well, uh, with, uh, with cousin. The way he we went can solve the problem is. It, it was oh, excellent. 
Yeah, Steve, just stop talking for a second. We have to hear what we have these most amazing tacos. Bro, oh, really? So, wait a minute. Oh, and cookies. Space tacos? So, space tacos and yummy, yummy cookies. I mean, <laughs> and me, we hung out with Cookie Monster and Grover I, and Yoda. Oh, and was, wait, all of them were in one place at the same time. Very, very cool. Oh, then we went to Disney World on Planet Alpha 2. Did you say Yoda and and uh, Cookie Monster? Or who, who, yes, you say? Yoda Yoda and Cookie Monster. Weren't they the Very same funny. voice? And Grover, you said, too. Oh, Grover, oh, Grover too, yes. And wasn't it the same voice actor who did, did all three of those? They're not actors, they're real. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't understand. You think they're puppets? No, these are real. Uh, not the puppet version. I think some of the characters from the Dark Crystal sounded similar too. Oh, that's true. I, I still can't believe Dark Crystal puppets. Feed not puppet. Feed hang out with real Yoda, real Cookie Monster. Well, if I, I guess if this is the end, uh, then at least it's a cliffhanger for once. We've we really we created a cliffhanger, a cliffhanger of an episode. What is a cliffhanger anyway? Uh, I think I knew a cliffhanger. <laughs> I think it's uh, it's like when you've got your your clothing, and you you've got to leave leave it out to dry. And you don't want to get wrinkled. Is it? And you don't have any space in your closet or your wardrobe. Uh huh. But you've got these hangers. You can hang them from cliffs. It's quite in the breeze. You know, I thought maybe, yeah. or is it like a cave dweller? The cliffhangers and the. They were the mortal enemies of the cave dwellers way back the in cliffhangers time. And the cliffhangers and oh, yes, like they were rival gangs, the cliffhangers right. and the cave dwellers, yes. This, right. cliff, this cliffhanger, I knew he had a terrible uh, uh, <laughs> phone. It cut out all the time. He'd be like right, right in mid-sentence, it just cut out on y'all. Interesting guy. I mean, I, but... You never heard the end of a story, though. Right get- at the end, just, just, just <laughs> cut out. Hello, hello, he's gone. You think of Cliff, Cliff Clavin, or, or, is it, or is it Cliffhanger? I get them confused all the time. That was Cliff, a different yeah, Cliffhanger. Yeah, Cliff, Cliffhanger. Cliff Clavin was in, in Toy Story. Right, oh. right, right. Also, a world famous mailman. Well, all men are male, actually. Oh, right. That's, that's true. It's kind of redundant, don't you think? O m a m a i l. I oh. assume this this is this oh, is, is, is ad lib, so it's not <laughs> scripted. So I, I can't see specifically how it was spelled. But. It's very different than a female man, which is I don't know what that is. Something, <laughs> something else. Well, gender is really a construct, isn't it? I think we've had this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how it's a construct, Gory. <laughs> well, it's constructed. With the letters G, E, N, and D, R. Somebody say end? <laughs> Feed likes end. Sender. Sorry. Did, did, is that when you v- made G, end. Is that when you majored in er. college, sender studies? Oh, the end. <laughs> All this time. Okay. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm picking up on it now. Uh, yes, and who would Eddie put the Libby, end? Eddie Libby, okay, I get it now. <laughs> I don't know why we put the end was, right at a crucial it, spot of the story, although it was very was Eddie long. Libby in the last thing with the game show? It's not, right. I thought I heard Eddie Libby in there. Oh, yeah, it sounded like her. Not so bright, maybe. Oh, maybe. I think at one I'm very point, sad about Judge Judy. At one point, Not So Bright sounded just like Judge Judy, or Judge Judy sounded just like Not So Bright. I think it must have been the voice actor falling apart there. Yes. Actually, one, at one point, <laughs> Judge Judy sounded like she was from the Deep South. <laughs> and other times, like, like the host, hey. the host a couple times, and he was, uh, a couple times, he was, I thought he was British. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Pretty bad performances by the voice actors. We really need better ones. The judge the that, the judge that got to... kicked off was like a higher pitched judge of the 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 judge that won. 
Right. They both had like Chicago accents. I mean, the budget for this is just minimal. No, it's barely any budget whatsoever. You can't even say the word budget. That's over budget. Yes, just a bit more. The judge, who, actually, the judge who won actually sounds a lot like me, to be honest. I mean, uh, <laughs> he was just kind of a little more like uh, gravelly or shipwood. Maybe you could have been a judge. A higher pitch. I know you were studying I, to be a, a gym teacher. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I studied to be a referee as well. So, uh, oh, that's kind of like a judge. Right. That's what I was kind of thinking. In fact, I included that in, in an application uh, for a, a circuit court judge. And uh, and the judge awards. They they said it was not an, an applicable uh, uh, applicable skill. What is a circuit court? Is that kind of like a court but it lights up yeah like it's like entirely electrical uh you play on electricity they're always looking for just one more judge to complete the circuit shocking judge court (laughs) (laughs) the court is made up of an entirely electrical field (laughs) court is now in (laughs) session don't be so negative, Judge. <laughs> right. Let's put a positive spin on this one. <laughs> I've had my coffee. I'm very wired at the moment. <laughs> oh, boy. Shocking development. <laughs> All right. Well. Well. What happened to Thien? Well, Thien just disappeared there. Thien very bored. <laughs> <laughs> Thien had no idea what you're talking about. Uh, Thien always very confused. Well, you did come in at the middle. Well, it was. was I always come in at the end. I I have no idea what happened. Right. Thien wished he could be more like friend. Maybe we'll send you the preface. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) Preface is very good friend. He always knows what's happening before it even starts. He's so in loop. Right. (laughs) <laughs> we'll send you the script in advance, Thiend. You, you, no, you probably get. You probably send it a preface. They always send it a preface. That's true. He's in the know. Before a book even published, he know everything. What about afterward? He's he he tends to know what happened. He had no idea what happened. He does not even read book. Oh, really? Or script? Sometimes. Have you, have, uh, go ahead. Have you met Daddy Cation by chance? <laughs> Oh, normally daddy, my daddy. Really? Oh, okay. my daddy. Vacation. Yes. Okay. Yes. He usually has great things. I mean, just a really seems like a really nice person. Just kind of uh... very nice. Has no idea what the hell you're talking about. Okay. He, but he said nice things all the time. Right. Never, never read script. Talks about his family a lot. Talks about uh... yeah. Oh, he loves talking about family. La da 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 da. Oh, this I do this for you. I do this so nice. Yeah. But never read book. But he does give me cookies. <laughs> <laughs> we love cookies. You are not the cookie monster. Okay, that's I am the cookie monster. You're Fiend and the Cookie Monster. I cookie monster first. Fiend second. Part time job. Taco. Yes, I have to work many jobs. <laughs> After this, I go to Times Square, dress up in Cookie Monster outfit, and get tourists to give me money. <laughs> right next to the naked cowboy, I suppose. No naked cowboy dead. Oh, is he? Very sad. Really? Actually, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> hit, by a, uh, hit by a tour bus. <laughs> no, he was. Uh, he, he, there was news about him during the last uh, Lurf, one of the Lurf elections. Oh, okay. Yeah. Still, still with know. us then. Yeah. Oh, he, he alive? Yes. Yeah. How old, naked cowboy? Like seventy-five? I think he's sixty-five, seventy. Still, wow! Excellent stat, though. Thien, have you met uh, have you met testimonials? Testimonial. Sometimes he's on the the back, the very back. 
of the story and he he's he seems to know what the story was about he's all sorts of oh positive. oh yeah he always know too much about yeah. story always bragging saying yes i know so much i know the author personality right makes a little oh. catchy comments name drop name drop name drop also a really positive guy too just really positive right everything a little too positive yeah you kind of wonder you know right sounds like, like my theory, Testy, he take he take money for saying nice things. <laughs> oh, is what I think. Shady operation. Payola, yeah. Who would do something like that? Who would be someone who do who lie and say nice thing just for favor? Not good. Unless it's for cookies, then I do it. I think that, I think that was a shot at you, Yuri. Well, me, I would never do something like that. I don't. Don't cheat. You don't sell out. I gave Judge Susan four points, which I think was fair. <laughs> Only one point higher than everyone else did, if you remember. What about the could have get what about the ten points on the talent show when he I thought he genuinely did a very good job. Good delivery. I, I love the doors. Blood I, in the street in the town of New Haven. I love the doors Blood. too. It's how we get from one room to the other. Very useful. Oh, yes. They're almost as good as windows. I like the windows. I've never heard of those before. We just recently learned about those. I do like... Yes, he is always telling us very new things, new technology. Where would we be without windows? Our spaceships, you know, they would be a lot better if you could see out of them. <laughs> can't, see, can't see out of the doors, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you can, just, quite, you can just open. Very nervous going through a meteor shower, an asteroid belt. You just have to just pray for the best, basically. Well, we used to have to open the door to see out, and that would lead to disastrous yeah. consequences sometimes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Doors of perception, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Right. Uh, well, we'll have to put – wait, but our new ship does have windows, so solve that problem, I guess. But we should really – No, it doesn't. What? That's a screen. That's not a window. No, I thought it did have a. Well, maybe it did. We'll oh, check this Windows. Check this Windows ninety five. It's very different. Oh. Check the old scripts.